This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we authentically accept God's invitation to turn away from our sins and turn toward the mercy and grace of Christ? Stay tuned to learn more about Esau McCulley's new book, Lent, The Season of Repentance and Renewal. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Proverbs chapter 6, verses 12 through 19. A worthless and wicked person walks around saying perverse things. He winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, and points with his fingers. He plots evil with perverse thoughts in his heart. He spreads contention at all times. Therefore, his disaster will come suddenly. In an instant, he will be broken, and there will be no remedy. There are six things that the Lord hates, even seven things that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift to run to evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who spreads discord among family members. Daniel chapter 12, verses 5 through 13. I, Daniel, watched as two others stood there, one on each side of the river. One said to the man, clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, When will the end of these wondrous events occur? Then I heard the man clothed in linen, who was over the waters of the river, as he raised both his right and left hands to the sky, and made an oath by the one who lives forever. It is for a time, times, and half a time. Then, when the power of the one who shatters the holy people has been exhausted, all these things will be finished. I heard, but I did not understand. So I said, Sir, what will happen after these things? He said, Go, Daniel, for these matters are closed and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made clean, and refined. But the wicked will go on being wicked. None of the wicked will understand, though the wise will understand, from the time that the daily sacrifice is removed and the abomination that causes desolation is set in place. There are 1,290 days. Blessed is the one who waits and attains 
to the 1,335 days. But you should go your way until the end. You will rest and then at the end of the days, you will arise to receive what you have been allotted. Joel chapter 3. The Lord plans to judge the nations. For look, in those days and at that time, I will return the exiles to Judah and Jerusalem, that I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. I will enter into judgment against them there concerning my people Israel, who are my inheritance, whom they scattered among the nations. They partitioned my land, and they cast lots for my people. They traded a boy for a prostitute. They sold a little girl for wine so they could drink. Why are you doing these things to me? Tyre and Sidon. Are you trying to get even with me, land of Philistia? If you are, I will very quickly repay you for what you have done. For you took my silver and my gold and brought my precious valuables to your own palaces. You sold Judeans and Jerusalemites to the Greeks, removing them far from their own country. Look, I am rousing them from that place to which you sold them. I will repay you for what you have done. I will sell your sons and daughters to the people of Judah. They will sell them to the Sabians, a nation far away. Indeed, the Lord has spoken. Judgment in the Valley of Jehoshaphat. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for a holy war. Call out the warriors. Let all these fighting men approach and attack. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I too am a warrior. Lend your aid and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves to that place. Bring down, O Lord, your warriors. Let the nations be roused, and let them go up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit in judgment on all the surrounding nations. Rush forth with the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, stomp the grapes, for the winepress is full, the vats overflow. Indeed, their evil is great. Crowds, great crowds, are in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and moon are darkened. The stars withhold their brightness. The Lord roars from Zion. From Jerusalem his voice bellows out. The heavens and the earth shake. But the Lord is a refuge for his people. He is a stronghold for the citizens of Israel. The Lord's presence in Zion. You will be convinced that I, the Lord, am your God. Dwelling on Zion, my holy mountain, Jerusalem will be holy. Conquering armies will no longer pass through it. On that day, the mountains will drip with sweet wine and the hills will flow with milk. All the dry stream beds of Judah will flow with water. A spring will flow out from the temple of the Lord, watering the valley of Asatia trees. Egypt will be desolate and Edom will be a desolate wilderness because of the violence they did to the people of Judah in whose land they shed innocent blood. But Judah will reside securely forever, and Jerusalem will be secure from one generation to the next. I will avenge their blood that I had not previously acquitted. It is the Lord who dwells in Zion. New Testament reading. Revelation chapter 21, verse 9, through Chapter 22. The New Jerusalem Descends. Then one of the seven angels, who had the seven bowls full of the seven final plagues, came and spoke to me, saying, Come, 
I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. So he took me away in the spirit to a huge, majestic mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. The city possesses the glory of God. Its brilliance is like a precious jewel, like a stone of crystal clear jasper. It has a massive high wall with twelve gates, with twelve angels at the gates, and the names of the twelve tribes of the nation of Israel are written on the gates. There are three gates on the east side, three gates on the north side, three gates on the south side, and three gates on the west side. The wall of the city has twelve foundations, and on them are the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who spoke to me had a golden measuring rod with which to measure the city and its foundation stones and wall. Now the city is laid out as a square, its length and width the same. He measured the city with a measuring rod at 1,400 miles. Its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to human measurement, which is also the angel's. The city's wall is made of jasper, and the city is pure gold, like transparent glass. The foundations of the city's walls are decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation is jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth and the twelfth, amethyst. And the twelve gates are twelve pearls. Each one of the gates is made from just one pearl. The main street of the city is pure gold, like transparent glass. Now I saw no temple in the city, because the Lord God, the All-Powerful, and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, because the glory of God lights it up. And its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their grandeur into it. Its gates will never be closed during the day, and there will be no night there. They will bring the grandeur and the wealth of the nations into it, but nothing ritually unclean will enter into it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or practices falsehood, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Chapter 22 Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life water as clear as crystal, pouring out from the throne of God and of the Lamb, flowing down the middle of the city's main street. On each side of the river is the tree of life, producing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month of the year. Its leaves are for the healing of the nations, and there will no longer be any curse, and the throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city. His servants will worship Him, and they will see His face and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will be no more, and they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, because the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. A final reminder. Then the angel said to me, These words are reliable and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must happen soon. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy expressed in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I threw myself down to worship at the feet of the angel who was showing them to me. But he said to me, Do not do this. I am a fellow servant with you 
and with your brothers, the prophets, and with those who obey the words of this book. Worship God. Then he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy contained in this book, because the time is near. The evildoer must continue to do evil, and the one who is morally filthy must continue to be filthy. The one who is righteous must continue to act righteously, and the one who is holy must continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me to pay each one according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so they can have access to the tree of life and enter into the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wants it take the water of life free of charge. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy contained in this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book of prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. The one who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Heavenly Father, Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit, and our older brother and Savior Jesus, the one to whom we await, we praise you, triune God, today. We thank you, Lord, for your tender mercies and your compassion that have no end towards your people. We thank you, O God, that you are the creator, and you create in all glory and holiness and majesty. We thank you, O God, that we are a part of your creation and we have become that which has been created to now the daughters and sons of the living God. We thank you, O Lord, for fellowship in Jesus Christ with God the Father. We thank you, O Lord, that you, Jesus, are coming back for your people. We thank you, O Lord, for these ending words, O Lord. Yes, I am coming. So we say, come, Lord Jesus, come, that we might be found among those who are awaiting you, O Lord. And God, in the meantime, in the meantime, Lord Jesus, as we await your final and glorious return, when those who are dead and alive in Christ will come unto you and see you face to face as you truly are, where there will be no need of sun or moon because your very countenance lights up the world. But until that time comes, we ask that you would continue to come by the power of your spirit into our circumstances, into our struggles, into our oppression, into our battle with besetting sins, into our worries, into our woes, into our families, into our nations, 
into our governments, into our schools. We ask that you would come by the power of the Spirit and do only what you can do, move and walk and speak life into that which is dead and dying and restore it into what you have envisioned it to be. So God, we await your full coming when all things that are broken and wicked will be found untrue, when your glory will reign fully and brightly and brilliantly before our very eyes, when those who have died or fallen asleep in Christ that we have loved and longed to be with again are returned to us. Until that day comes, be with us. Blessed are those who mourn, for we will be comforted. O Lord, until that day comes, that final and great day that will last for all of the eternities. Until that day comes, O God, be with us in this very day by the power of your Spirit, walking with us, talking with us, guiding us all the way home, leading us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. We thank you, O Lord, that while we await you, we feel your presence now, and yet we know that you are near to us today. You are Emmanuel, God with us, the God who has always been with us. Thank you, O Lord, for your kindness, your mercy, and your goodness. Thank you, O Lord, for speaking to us by the power of your Spirit through your holy word. Grow us up in it. Mature us. Hide your word in our hearts that we may not sin against you. And if we do, and when we do, and how we do, may we be quick to cry out in godly repentance with broken hearts, with rendered hearts before you, crying out for grace and deliverance, knowing that you have been faithful in times of old and in times today of delivering and forgiving your people. It is in Christ's name that we pray and we give thanks today unto the Lord, for you are indeed good and your mercy endures forever. Amen. Every year, the church invites us into a season of repentance and fasting in preparation for Holy Week. Often, though, we experience the Lenten fast as either a mindless ritual or self-improvement program. In his new book, Lent, priest and scholar Esau McCulley introduces the season of Lent, showing us how its prayers and rituals point us not just to our own sinfulness, but also beyond it to our merciful Savior. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off Lent plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code the word that's code t-h-e-w-o-r-d at ivypress.com we pray this time of getting the word with truth table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of god's word but doers share your reflections on these scriptures with us on twitter and instagram using the hashtag get in the word and hashtag truths table saints Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's get in the way to die. God's got so to